Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. In this episode, we are sharing how to level up your grain. Say goodbye to plain rice and bland barley because that, my friend, is a thing of the past. If you're ready to boost the flavor and skyrocket the nutrition, let's get started. Hey there, sunshine. Welcome to the Power on Plants podcast. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel, and we're absolutely head over heels for whole plant foods and helping you navigate this incredible plant-based journey. That's because our lives have been completely changed by plant-based goodness. We used to struggle every day with excess pounds and low energy, vascular disease, joint pain, and lack of sleep, just to name a few. And even though we're medical professionals, we still weren't getting practical answers that actually worked. So we dug into the research, we started living what we learned, and now we both have our lives back. And that's what we want for you too. The truth is you can do this and it's not hard. You just need a way that will bring real and lasting change. And that path, it has to be simple and enjoyable and it's got to be delicious too. So are you ready to live your life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place because living without limits, that's what Power on Plants is all about. So pull up your chair, grab a matcha latte and let's get started. Okay, Sunshine, are you ready for this? We are going to get in the kitchen today and start talking about what can we do in there to put some flavor into those grains. You know, when you think about grains, a lot of times you think about a bland white rice. I'm I mean, thinking there are these of like go-to the, things the that we have. pre-boiled rice mm-hmm. in the cardboard boxes that just have no flavor. Or maybe you even no make flavor. it homemade <laughs> and it's just plain white rice and you never put anything in it and it's just plain white rice. You know, it just, it doesn't taste like anything. Let's level up the flavor on these grains. And you know what? I'm going to teach you how to level up your nutrients today. Jared's got great ideas about that too, because you don't have to have it bland tasting. But the beauty is when you add the flavor the way we're talking about today, and we're going to tell you some ways to avoid as well. When you level up the flavor in this way, you're going to level up your health because you're also going to be boosting the nutritional content. And this is where the game changes when it comes to your health and doing all the things that you want to do in life and healing your body so that you can do that. So today we're talking about how do you level up the flavor in your grains? Now, the first thing that I want to recommend is 
adding in some aromatics, the things that make it smell good, because smell has a huge amount to do with the flavor that you perceive in food. Well, most of what your sense of taste is, is your sense of smell. Now, of course, on our tongue, we can taste salty and sweet, Mm -hmm. sour and bitter. And there's actually even one called umami. Now, if you've never heard of that, that's kind of that beefy, savory flavor Mm -hmm. that dishes have. And that's why they put MSG into products, a lot of the processed products, Mm -hmm. because it hits that umami taste bud. That's something you don't want. You don't want Exactly. You don't want that. It's not Mm -hmm. good for you. But beyond that, what is your sense of taste? Well, it's actually the smells, because the aroma, you either smell it through your nose or it comes up through the back of your throat, and then that's where the flavor. So how do you do that? Number one, get your onions and garlic. They're going to fight cancer. They're going to fight inflammation. All those great things that plants do for you. Whole plant foods are the bomb when it comes to healing your body and preventing disease. Okay, so chop up some onions really finely. Let's talk about what are the um, different kinds of grains you can use this for. I mean, just think some basics right now if you're just getting started. Whole grain brown rice. Nix the white rice. They've taken off the bran. They've taken out a lot of the fiber. It's going to go straight to sugar. And the minerals and some of the vitamins that are in that. Right. A carb is not a carb. Eat the whole carb. Let's talk about that. Now you're eating the things that your body needs. Okay. Your body needs that fiber to keep things moving through, to feed your good gut bacteria. Gut health is greatly linked to your health in general, your immune system, your ability to fight off infection, all those amazing things that happen when you can get the right gut bacteria. It's even linked to mood. Mm -hmm. They have linked it to depression and anxiety, where if you do not have the right beneficial bacteria, it can predispose you to those conditions. Right. So get that whole grain brown rice, get that quinoa, get some barley, get some buckwheat, some millet. There's all kinds of amazing grains you can try. If you don't know, just Google whole grains. I mean, that's an easy way to come up with that right now. Google what are whole grains? Or if you're going gluten-free, what are gluten-free whole grains? It'll pull up a whole list for you to try. And these are the things that you can bump the flavor up in with things like onion and garlic. Chop them finely. I love to cook them in my pressure cooker. It's one of the quickest, easiest ways to cook whole grains. We cook rice at one one ratio for about 22 minutes. So whole grain brown rice, you put for every cup of brown rice, it's one cup of liquid and the liquid doesn't have to be water. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Yeah. So this is another way you can bump up the flavor. So, but let's get back to the aromatics. So what about the herbs and spices? Got to get those in there. And that's such an easy way to do it too. It's amazing how this can change the nutritional content, but also the flavor. So think about things like, even if you wanted to do a blend of Italian seasoning, I mean, right there, you're getting rosemary, oregano, basil, all these cancer fighting, all these flavor enhancing. Um, nutrient boosting herbs and spices. You've got to have those. So one thing I want to caution about is look at the bottle, read the ingredients on those. You think you're just getting the herbs and spices, but a lot of times you're getting anti-caking agents. Not good. You do not want those. It keeps it from clumping in the bottle, but they're not healthy for you. You're getting oil. Yes, I was just thinking that we have even seen that where we just thought, why on earth is there oil in this herb mix? Right. Doesn't make any sense. No, I'm going to eat an herb that's going to help me fight inflammation, and then I'm going to add inflammation causing oil to my food. No, I'm not doing that. This is why I grab bottles of things and look at it in the store, (laughs) and you'll hear me if you're on the next aisle 
or the same aisle going, why? Why? Because it's just doesn't make any sense. It's not necessary. And it just doesn't have to be in there. So why choose it? You know, you're voting with your dollar. So buy the things that will heal your body. And guess what? Manufacturers are going to make more of that because you're not buying the other stuff. So get those herbs and spices. Again, Italian seasoning is a great one. Oh, we got to talk about black pepper. I was just going there in my mind. Oh, I, yeah. I wasn't sure which one you were going to say, but in my mind, I was seeing mm-hmm. black peppercorns. Oh, yeah. You've got, and it's not just black peppercorns. You can do any color peppercorn, white peppercorn, red peppercorn, but black pepper is what people reach for. Now, the problem is, and the thing that makes me so sad in the peppercorn world is that everybody buys ground pepper. Do yourself a favor if you've never bought whole peppercorns. You can buy them now with the grinder built right in. You don't even have to own a pepper grinder, okay? Look in the area that where the fruit, uh, the fruits and spices are, herbs and spices are, and look for the peppercorns. Even if you need one that has that grinder on there, get it. Because I'm not even going to tell you what they allow parts of in the pre-ground pepper. We won't even go there. But then there's we'll the fact... We'll just say there are certain allowances, air quotes there, certain <laughs> allowances. You don't want that ground up in your food. It's not food, okay? It's not meant to go in your body. You don't want that. So the other thing is it just doesn't taste good. I mean, it sits no. there, it loses, it, it, it oxidizes. It well, loses its aromatic. Exactly. And I was about to say that, I, I tell you, we're just on such the same wavelength. <laughs> I mean, we really could finish our sentences most of the time, but the term aromatic, Well, there are Mm -hmm. compounds within the peppercorn that actually will turn to gas. Mm -hmm. When you pre-ground the the peppercorn, it has more surface area. It allows for the the aromatic compounds to come out of that. And if that little metal box of pepper has been sitting on the shelf for a year or two, then all those aromatics are going to come out. You're not going to get all those flavors. And I tell you, there are a ton of flavors. We'll buy the peppercorns in these bags and put them in a jar and keep them, store them that way so that they don't lose their aromatics. But it's just, oh, I can't even describe. I mean, words are failing me at just the smell of those whole peppercorns. It's kind of a woodsy smell, but it's not pine. Let's just um, say it tastes like amazing. Rosemary. But <laughs> it when you grind amazing. it fresh, that's when you're uh, releasing the aromatics fresh on your food. And it's just such a different experience. It I, is. I love it. <laughs> it's incredible. And if you need a way and you think herbs and spices, they're so expensive, go to vitacost.com. No, we don't have an affiliate with them. It, I wish we had bought yeah, stock in them years ago seriously. when we started using them. But yeah, we share some affiliates, but I'm just telling you, this is how much I love it. Go to vitacost.com. Look up Frontier Organic Herbs and Spices. So whatever it is, Frontier Organic Italian Seasoning, Frontier Organic Black Peppercorns. You can buy huge bags, keep them clipped, store them on the shelf. They have The shelf life varies, but I mean, they can last for quite some time on the shelf, okay? So as long as you keep the air out of them, keep them rolled down, keep them airtight, okay? And the bags that they come in are pretty light, tight. Are you having fun and getting some helpful tips today? Then please leave mom and dad a review because they love getting to know you more. Friend, we hope you're enjoying this episode as much as we love sharing it with you. It's our prayer that it's inspiring you and filling you with hope. If so, would you stop right now and share this podcast with another woman who's been praying for a health breakthrough? It would be a huge blessing to us if you'd take a few seconds to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts too. And now, back to the episode. 
as mm-hmm. far as I can tell. Oh yeah, the light like doesn't come through. Foil, it's not mm-hmm. foil, foil, but it's it's keeps like that. It so dark. It keep, yes, it keeps the light mm-hmm. from oxidizing, keeps oxygen out. It'll last for a while. Yeah, and now, they don't amazing. usually stay in our house that long. No, but it's so much cheaper, and you need to start adding extra whenever you can into anything. Get the herbs and spices in there. Make your own mixes. You know, once you learn the flavor profiles, like what we teach, you learn how to make the Mexican flavors. You learn how to get the Asian flavors into your food. It's a game changer. Well, and maybe you might like more of one spice in that blend. Well, you can make it however mm-hmm. you like. Oh, you can do. I mean, absolutely. You can make curry blends or you can buy curry blends as well. That's another great thing to get into your rice, into your quinoa, into your different grains. So think about those aromatic herbs and spices. Get more of those in there. Next, I want to talk to you about color. Always think about getting color. I mean, why eat a big bowl of plain rice when you can have a ton of vegetables on top when it's done? Why not put a little of the veg in when you cook so some of that flavor gets into your rice, right? So let's get some chopped up, finely diced um, bell pepper. Now I wouldn't put a ton in there. It is going to add some liquid, but get some, get one in there if you're doing a, I mean, I do huge batches of rice, so I would probably add, you know. Six cups at a time, sometimes more. Eight, six to eight cups in my Instant Pot dry. All right. So there's six in our family. If you're doing less, use less. I mean, you can freeze your um, chopped up bell peppers. I do that because it's one of my go to easy ways to get more bell pepper in. Pop it out of the freezer and just sprinkle in, you know, a handful into your rice. And as it cooks, it gives an amazing flavor. Greens. We talk about this. If you don't have our leafy green secret guide, go right now. Poweronplants.com on the main page. Scroll down. It's toward the bottom. Opt in to get this resource. All you have to do is drop our email in there. We'll send it out to you. It's not a long, drawn-out thing that's going to take you a long time to read. It's beautiful pictures with suggestions. It's not hard. It's just you've got to know what to do. And I'm going to tell you 15 of the easiest ways to get more greens into your life, okay? But here is one way. When you're cooking grains, crush those greens up and get them in your grains. Chop them finely. We have some other ways that we do that. We actually are getting ready to send out an exclusive podcast episode to our subscribers, people who have opted in and said, hey, I want more information, more free information from you. Would you send me like leafy green secrets, the the thing I'm talking to you about right now? And when you do that, we send you extra things. You know, we have exclusive podcast episodes that we send out. We're getting ready again to send yes, out one. Yes, you don't want to miss it. No, we're getting ready to send out just a, a value packed one on how do you get more greens and um, this extra on top of the leafy green secrets. So you definitely want to get that and get on the list to get more of these exclusives because these are the game changers. All right. So get some of these greens into your grains. It's wonderful. It tastes amazing. Kale, spinach, bok choy, anything you can think of that's a leafy green, put it in. Mustard greens, arugula. If you want it more peppery, that's another way to get some spice in there. And think about the dish that you're creating and what those flavors would add to the dish. Like you you were saying, arugula is kind of spicy. So if that's going to go great with the final dish, Throw that in there. It would be amazing. I'm a fool. Why do I not have you in the kitchen more often? Somehow he always isn't in the kitchen as often. Oh, look at the time. i got to go change the oil on my car. I'm just saying. I'll be back. Yeah. He gives away these little sneakrets, these things that he knows in secret, these little sneaky things that he knows how to do. You just made that word up. Sneakrets. Yeah, I'm, I'm good at that. I do that a lot, don't I? Right? So, yeah, Jared and his sneakrets. So he is apparently really good at putting some flavors together over here. Oh. Yeah, that was awesome. 
I'm sorry, I'm still laughing from sneakers. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that what you shared right there was just um, a, a knowledge bomb. I mean, if people would just do that one thing, if, if you'll take and just do these one these little things that Jared's sneaking in here on us, it's going to help you change your life. Now, we're going to move on from the greens. I want to talk to you about... Um, Let's see, what should we talk about next? Well, the the liquids. Yeah, I think so. Let's talk about the liquids. So So do you have to just use water? Right, because you always think, oh, rice, I'm going to add this much water. Or um, quinoa, same thing, all the different grains. Because that's just what you do. That's what you do. But let's think for a minute. Maybe you've even heard this trick before, but I want to share it on the off chance that you haven't heard it. Get some vegetable broth in there. Now. I've never been a fan of veggie broth store-bought in a box. I just don't think it tastes good. I've tried about a billion different varieties. I think it's gross. I'm just going to be honest. I don't like it. Doesn't mean you can't have one you like. You're entitled to your own opinions. And please. Well, maybe you've tried a brand we haven't. Yes. You've got a better source of it. Exactly. Do what works for you. But I've never been able to find one. So then I move on to, you know, another tip. You could save up your scraps from when you're chopping your vegetables, save them in a baggie, freeze them. And when your baggie's full, then you want to go ahead and boil those in water. And that will make a homemade veg stock for you. Okay, that's a better option, I think. And then you can strain out all those little pieces that were left over. And that's a good option for substituting some or even all of the water. If you had a veg broth, you could substitute all the water as long as it's not a highly salted stock. You don't want to salt your stock a lot. And I would even say don't add salt. It's easier. If you're just going to add salt, add a little bit at the table. Yeah, do it, do it at afterwards. the table or do it while you're actually mm-hmm. preparing the meal. And we'll talk more about salt later, but that's not something you want to get a ton of in your life. So Now, I would say, too, this is an extra step. So if you're going to do it, just go ahead and make as you know a big batch of it as much as you can. And then you can separate into smaller containers mm-hmm. and freeze it. And that way you have more available so that it makes that time more efficient. Yep, it makes absolute sense. And if you're going to freeze it an easy way, especially if you're not going to do large batches at a time and there are less of you in the household, you can use ice cube trays to do that. It's a really great way to store your veggie stock. And then you can just pop out a few cubes as you need it and add it to things like your grains and make them taste really good. Now, I've also had people say to me, Anita, I have this thing where I eat the whole vegetable. I never have tops left. I never have the stuff left. So how am I going to make vegetable stock? Well, you could boil just regular vegetables and make your stock. There's nothing wrong with that. The easiest way, pop in your Instant Pot. But what if you don't want to take the time to do that? Okay, so then I've heard gurus give the advice of eat bouillon, just use bouillon. Don't use bouillon. Okay, this is a big takeaway. I don't want you using bouillon. Why? Most bouillon includes MSG, which will mess up your nervous system. It is not good for you. Just avoid it like the plague. Okay, well, my bouillon doesn't have that. Look on the ingredients. Does it have Mm. yeast extract or or autolyzed yeast yeast extract? extract? Yeah, they have ways that they can get it in there without it actually being in there. It's kind of sneaky. Right. So you don't want that. I was eating better than bouillon for years because I thought, oh, this is better. It says it's better. Well, we even bought the organic kind. Yeah, it's organic. It's better. It doesn't have MSG, but it had yeast extract in it. It had the yeast extract. Okay. So what do you do instead? This is your quick go-to broth recipe, sister. Here it is. Miso. Miso. There are all different kinds. 
They taste different. I use them in different ways in different dishes. Try them all. It is higher in sodium, but what they found by doing studies is that the nutritional benefit outweighs the detriment of the sodium. So you don't want to put a ton in there, but get some in there because there are a lot of nutritional benefits to miso. So you can mix miso with some water to make a broth. It makes a delicious broth. White miso, red miso, chickpea miso. I don't eat soybeans. Buy chickpea miso. I do recommend that if it's soybean miso, if it's made with soybeans, you get organic because soybeans tend to be highly treated with pesticides and other chemicals that you don't want in your body. Organic, then it's non GMO. Right. So we've shared a lot of different ways to get the great flavors into your grains today. I want you to vary your grains. I want you to try some of these ways. There's one other thing I want to share that this just blew my mind when I started thinking about it. The liquids. We, we talked about this a little bit before. You can change up the liquids. Think about if you have a juicer. Could you juice a carrot or two carrots and get that carrot juice in as part of the liquid your recipe calls for in that grain? Now, your rice is going to have a little beautiful orange tint to it. It's going to have a little sweetness to it. It's going to taste amazing. I personally think, depending on how you use it, it could fundamentally change that whole dish. It does. And like you're saying with the orange color, let's say maybe you juiced a beach. <laughs> Somebody want to go to the beach? Beach. You juiced a beet. A beet. I'm not sure if you want to go to the beach. Or... Well, it is a beautiful day yeah. outside, and I am kind of daydreaming of getting my feet in the sand, but... Juice to beet, and you have that beautiful purplish red color. Yes, I'm subliminal messages here. You know what I'm about to say? Sneak. What was my new word? Sneakrit. Sneakrit. Is that your sneakrit? You want to get to the beach? (laughs) Okay, with the beet, then you would have this beautiful red rice. And so now you're not only just feasting with your tongue, but you're feasting with your eyes. Absolutely. a great uh, sneaker, I think. Yeah, I like a it. great sneaker there. <laughs> I like that. So we've got to get more color, more flavor in there. That's amazing. Now, the other thing I'm thinking, what would you think of something? I see it. Well, you, you, you had mentioned to this to me recently where people use tea as their liquid. Oh, yeah. I have never thought of that Savory before. type teas. You don't want to use ones that have that sweet undertone or no, fruity undertone. That might like be kind of weird. green tea or maybe black tea a, a rooibos, which mm-hmm. it's a lot like the black teas, but it just has a, a more mellow flavor to it. But it has a reddish color. I mean, that would be fantastic in a savory dish. Mm-hmm. What about some pureed tomatoes in place of part of the liquid in your Ooh, rice? Yeah. Uh-huh. And there that you way go. the flavor infuses inside the rice. So we have given so many different ways you can bump up the flavor and the nutritional content into your grain dishes. Start substituting some of that liquid, getting the aromatics in there, getting your onions and garlic, your herbs and spices. Don't forget the ginger if you're making rice for Asian dishes. That is amazing. Vegetable broth, tomato juice, carrot juice. Get your greens. Get on right now on the PowerandPlants.com website. First page, bottom of the page. Get your Leafy Green Secrets, and you'll also be getting the exclusive podcast episodes. Now you are an expert at leveling up the flavors and the nutritional content in your grain dishes. Do not be afraid to branch out and try something new. What I'm hoping is that as you listen to these things, you try some of these things, because as you do what you learn, you know, you can know all the things in the world. 
But if you don't take action and start doing them, even just one thing at a time, you're not going to be in a different place one year from now, even one month from now, even one week from now, things can start changing for you. It is our heart's desire to see things start changing for you in amazing ways, to see opportunities opening up for you that you just can't envision happening right now where you are. They can happen. There is hope, sister. Do this for yourself. If you don't, who's going to take care of you? Do this for yourself. Do this for the people that you love who are counting on you. Do this for the people who are out there waiting for you to come out with your product or your service or your business that you need to build to help them on their journeys. Fuel you, take care of you. And as you take the steps to implement the things that we've taught you on this episode, on the past 140 episodes, what you're going to find is you're going to be inspired with even more things in your own mind from your own ideas. Don't be afraid to try those things. That's when you start experimenting. That's when the whole world blows wide open for you. And you're going to be able to find all your new favorites that are going to heal your body and allow you to build the full life that you're after. Thanks again for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing you next time on Power on Plants.